Hello there. Today I want to discuss new behaviors. I want to discuss how important it is for me to uh, change my behavior. I want to discuss why I believe it was completely and totally understandable for my psychiatrist back in 2001 to diagnose me with borderline personality disorder. Now, um, I disagree with a lot of the attitudes. I think it should be further studied. And I got a further diagnosis um, from a therapist in 2015. They thought maybe I had borderline. They also thought maybe I had uh, complex post-traumatic stress disorder which is a form of post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, I'm sharing this as a, a peer and as a mental health consumer and as a lay person who studies mental illness. I'm not a therapist or a doctor or a student or a teacher. I'm just a peer. And complex post-traumatic stress disorder, I understand, is an issue that happens when you've had multiple traumas in your life and you've had a sense of not being able to escape from them and they've happened over a long protracted period of time and uh, it seems like they haven't you haven't been able to stop it or get out of it and uh, so you develop a lot of symptoms a lot of defense mechanisms and symptoms that may be similar to borderline personality disorder and um, I like to call borderline personality disorder borderline psychotic defense response because you're kind of uh, got one foot in reality and one foot in uh, kind of a psychotic reaction, a defensive, very defensive response. And it can affect the way you relate to people. That's an understatement and therefore affect your personality. So um, I have sympathy for professionals um, diagnosing people or even peers wondering if other peers have this disorder because, uh, you know, when someone behaves in a very disturbing manner or a very, uh, upsetting way or, or negative way or, you know, combative in many cases, it's understandable that, that somebody would say, yeah, I think this person has a cluster B thing or a borderline thing or a, even a narcissistic thing or whatever. And, um, you know, it's understandable. I want to share a little bit about my own experience right now as a person who was diagnosed with it. Um, and, and diagnosed with complex PTSD too. I have symptoms that I have trouble getting out of but I'm determined and willing to get out of them because number one, they feel awful. Number two, they are going to keep on continuing to get in the way of how I relate to people. They're going to keep getting in the way of the way I, I try to live and I must survive here on earth. I want to get along. I want to recover. And, um, my, uh, behavior when I interact with people does get disturbing. My attitude does get disturbing when I interact with people. And I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it is. 
when I interact with someone or, or a group of people and like, for example, if I, um, if I try to connect with them and I identify with their issues and I give them suggestions or I give them peer counseling or peer help or whatever, um, and they don't, uh, respond the way I would, I would like to or expect to, I feel like I'm failing. I feel like a failure. I feel like I'm not doing it right. And um, when I uh, reach out, especially when I when I reach out with a problem or I reach out, you know, like for example, yesterday I had a particularly upsetting day where I had to, um, I wanted to be supportive to my roommate. Also, it was... Uh, a disturbing thing because when my roommate has financial problems, I do get affected because I'm scared that um, it's going to affect our rent, you know, our, our being being able to be in the apartment. And um, he was having trouble with his insurance. He was having trouble with Medicaid again. And he, for the past couple months, has been belonging to a uh, type of HMO where his provider acts as a provider and an insurance. And we both think that's a little bit uh, strange that uh, he would belong to a thing like that, but it takes care of all of his health care needs. He has a social worker. He has a case manager and all that. And we were trying to get that squared away where he was still in it because he had accidentally gotten disenrolled for no understandable reason whatsoever. He got disenrolled from this program and we were trying to get him back in. And I was just really agitated. I was making a few phone calls because I wanted to know what was going on. And um, I had to hold my hold my temper. I had to do a lot of coping, use my mental wellness process to do that. And um, <clears throat> I ended the day by going to get my groceries. I also had to prioritize groceries with visiting my girlfriend because I'm still recovering from this uh, COVID that I had back at the beginning of December. I'm still tired. I still have a little bit of a cough. Sometimes it arises after meals. I'm swallowing food down and sometimes it causes me to have certain foods cause me to have phlegm. I wonder if I've got food allergies and the COVID aggravated it. Well, I was um, just feeling really uh, agitated and I reached out to this uh, forum board that I recently joined. Um, I want to connect with people. I've been telling my roommate I want him to connect with people. And if he loses this uh, HMO, he's not going to be able to connect with people as much. He's still going to be very isolated. So I joined a forum board. I joined a mental health board. Not mine, but I joined one because I wanted to be part of a community and um, just, just you know, connect with people. And in, initially, the first weekend around New Year's Eve, I connected. I, um, I gave a lot of feedback, a lot of peer help, peer help to people that were going through some stuff. I, um, I, th th they had a journal that I could write in, and I was writing in it. And um, I was just really starting to have a good time. I was even participating in the, in the fun board, you know, the board where you don't talk about mental illness, you talk about, you play word games and things like that. I was participating and, um, 
I uh, I shared on it last night. I talked about my day. I talked about dealing with my roommate and his insurance. And I talked about what I was going through recovering from the COVID. And suddenly I didn't have any, I didn't have any support at all. I was writing in my journal. And suddenly I didn't have any support. I didn't have any hugs. I didn't have any, uh, any, you know, responses. And I had been getting responses and getting support. And I had shared about, I had shared a little bit about mesh, you know, right before. And I thought, oh my God, they don't want me around. They don't want to deal with me. So I posted something in my journal and I said, I'm afraid people don't want to deal with me. I'm afraid people are mad at me. I'm afraid because uh, suddenly I'm not getting any connection with anybody on here. And I, I sent the post and since I couldn't delete the post, I thought, oh, you know, I, I uh, waited maybe five minutes and no one responded. And I just, I freaked out so badly. And uh, this woman on YouTube talks about abandonment melange. And I was starting to feel the rage. I was starting to feel the, the terror, the agitation. So extreme, my heart was almost pounding. And I was feeling more anger than fear, than anxiety. And I thought, this is like borderline rage. This is like complex PTSD rage. You know, I'm powerless. I'm helpless. I wish I could just delete the goddamn post, but I can't because uh, there's no tools that says delete post. I can't even edit the damn thing. And um, I'm wondering why why no one's responding. You know, I feel like I want to go to the moderators. I don't think there's even any way to contact the moderators. I, I hit something called contact us and it didn't work. And I thought, shit, how am I going to be able to contact a moderator if, um, if I'm feeling like I'm not getting any, any support, you know, I, I need to, I need a reality check with the moderator to make sure I'm not, uh, mess, messed up, messing, messing up, you know, am I, what's going on here? So I, I called my mentor, I Skyped my mentor in Canada and I said, what, what do I do? I told him what was going on with me. And he said, Jen Carroll, walk away. The best thing you can do is walk away and talk about it and process it. I'm talking about it on my podcast, you guys, because um, I want, you know, I want the world to know that this is a very real thing and I'm trying to fight through it. And um, I have no idea how I, I ended right before I walked away, I, I ended with one more journal entry, I said, I didn't know that, um, I didn't know that, uh, seeing a therapist or a professional was a requirement on this board, you know, cause I was a little afraid people were mad at me cause I, cause of what I was doing with mesh. Um, especially my very last, uh, post on here about do not diagnose me peers. Maybe somebody came on my transcending podcast cause I had, uh, shared about it. And maybe they, they're all like, oh my God, Carol's a, you know, we better avoid her. She's dangerous. So, um, then another thought came into my head and I checked with my mentor on it. The thought was, you know, I don't want to worry. I cannot afford to worry about what these people think of me. If they don't want to deal with me anymore, fuck them, fuck them and fuck it. And I did walk away. I logged off the board and, um, I'm going to deal with this. You know, I'm going to deal with this, uh, anger and, um, geez, I, I have to deal with it. 
but maybe I need to deal with it by myself. There's another thought that goes through my mind that says, this is a relational issue. This is a relational trauma I'm going through. I'm feeling abandoned, and I wish I could reach out to these people. But I also don't want them to think I'm having borderline. I also don't want to scare them away even more. This is a delicate balance. And the fact that I can't even contact the moderators, that's pretty disturbing. I wonder if I should just walk away for a while and think about things a little bit. But I was having a good time on there. During New Year's, I was uh, really connecting. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really in an impasse right now. Part of me is thinking, I want to be able to share about mesh. But at the same time, if I do, um, I'm going to have to risk uh, what, what I talked about a while ago. I'm going to have to risk being alone. I talked about that over last summer when I got saved. When I was saved by Jesus, I... Uh, I, I went through a lot of, you know, it's like, like nobody, nobody responds or reacts when I'm, when I'm, uh, when I'm having, you know, relatively stable, okay, oh, well, she's just talking about her boring little process. I talk about being saved. I talk about listening to, uh, religious music. All of a sudden I get a bunch of crap on my email that says, Carol, you're joining Scientology. Carol, you're joining Hillsong. Carol, you're you're fucking around and uh, you, you're dangerous and you ought to be set, you ought to be put away and, and given electroshock treatment. I mean, it's just all of a sudden people pop out of the woodwork and give me attention when I'm doing something uh, people they don't like when I'm doing something that they don't agree with suddenly, and then I have to spend two podcast episodes defending myself. Well. So be it. So be it. You know, this is a radical mental wellness process for me. And it works for me. And um, I'm using it right now. Because it works for me and because it's saving my life. And it might be even saving other people's life. Because I'm, I'm focusing on myself as my mentor counsels. I am focusing on myself. And I am not giving a damn what people think of me. I'm walking away from that forum board. I'm not going to... Be desperate. I'm not going to be a desperate little little asshole anymore who wants people's attention. And I'm going to figure out, by study, I'm going to figure out how to get attention in a positive way. So um, he told me, my mentor told me, Jean Carroll, when you go back there, just focus on yourself. The right people will come forward, and if they don't, as long as you don't get kicked out, you have a right to be there and express yourself. And I'm like, I'm like, Ani, I don't know what to do about this rage. And he goes, when you feel the rage, walk away, walk away and save yourself, save yourself and save them. Walk away. Um, remember what Rachel Ryland did and get me out of here. That's the story about a woman who, who recovered from borderline personality disorder. I recommend it highly. Rachel Ryland, R E I L A N D Rachel Get me out of here. It's about a woman who is dealing with borderline personality disorder. When you feel the rage, that means you need to take care of yourself, Carol. When you feel like people don't want you around, do you want yourself? Well, if I didn't want myself, I'd be dead. I'd be killing myself again. If I can't, if I don't believe I can tolerate the pain of abandonment or perceived abandonment, yeah. Well, I, I used to be suicidal because I couldn't stand the pain. Pain is part of the human condition. Emotions and thoughts are part of the human condition, Carol, he said. 
And um, your attitude, do you have a positive attitude toward them? Yes, I do. Do you want to behave in a positive way? Yes, I do. Okay, then. Then do it. Practice your mental wellness process no matter what. Thank you, everyone. Be safe. Whoever is still listening, be safe. You're loved. Okay, what, what's going on? How come it's going like that? Okay, 